Welcome to What's the Play. Today is September 4th, and we are going to be covering the NFC North and the division f- trying to wrap up the whole NFL. We've only got like two more divisions left. Oh, yeah. If you want to listen to those, we have... Well, I was trying to count. I think it's... Uh, the whole AFC. No. I'm trying to count how many days till the season starts. Oh. Okay. One, two... It's like six. Yeah. Six days. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, today, well, right now, it's five days. Okay. Yes, it was six. Okay. Okay. Mathematician's uh, over Do you here. want to jump right into it? Yeah, which team is first? Let's start with the Green Bay Packers. Last year, they had a very successful season following a tremendous offseason. Last year, they went 13-3, and three, and this year, they're projected 10 and a half wins. Wait a minute. Did you say their offseason was tremendous? Well, a uh, treacherous, a very rocky, not tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was tremendous in by keeping Aaron Rodgers and uh, keeping Devontae Adams happy. For the one, the last day. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. More, you know. Yeah. That was pretty tremendous. Have you seen that documentary? Do you know how it ends? No. no it no, doesn't end very tremendously. <laughs> no, no. But a team that not High necessarily. Hopes. Yeah, high hopes. Super Bowl thoughts, you know, compared to some of the other teams. So they're thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, this year, they're projected 10 and a half over under that. I would say over. I'm going to say over two. I think they're around 13 wins again. The team overall hasn't changed too much. Yeah. Uh, they did lose Rick Wagner and Corey Lindsley. Oof, that sucks for Aaron Rodgers for a guy Corey that's Corey Lindsley, already, especially, yeah. Yeah. Especially one of the better centers in the league. Yeah, deciding to go with uh, extending Aaron Jones over Corey Lindsley is a um, a bold strategy. Yeah, especially since you picked A.J. Dillon last yeah. year very high. Yeah. Uh, but that's just how the cookie crumbles when you're be like in that. Green Bay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, they were able to keep Aaron Rodgers, so that was good. Well, yeah, they ended up being able to keep him. He, well, bring him back, not keep him. <laughs> That's not what's happening. Keep them for one year. Yeah. Yeah, tomato, potato. But for for a while there, it looked bad. Uh, but it yeah, dark. this team is very exciting offensively. And even de- defensively, they're pretty solid, you know? Right. Uh, offensively, Aaron Rodgers is going to lead the offense. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to go the through reigning him. MVP. And it's funny because this year, you know he's not listening to any play calls. Well, he barely did that anyway. So Their yeah. head coach, Matt LaFleur, is like 34 years old. And Aaron Rodgers, if he doesn't like a play, he literally just flips him off and then <laughs> says, okay, audible, I'm going to pick my own play. Yeah. More of that this year? Yeah, probably. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Will we see Aaron Rodgers um, like throw any temper tantrums this year, you think? Uh, to extent, yeah. I don't think it's going to be, you know. Because... In the past, he's always been, like, you can always kind of tell when he's mad. Yeah. But he's never really, like, uh, done anything. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like he has thrown temper tantrums, but not to the extent where it's really causing problems. Kind of like what you said, like, you know he's mad. You're like, okay, whatever. But it doesn't really cause problems because it's Aaron Rodgers, and it's okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, Why does he record? It's one man. Well, you know. No. I, the way I think about it is that Aaron Rodgers is like, I need help. I need help. Like, this team doesn't give me it, blah, blah, blah. And, like, there's a lot of things that go into it. But you have Devontae Adams, it's arguably true. the best wide receiver in the league. Yeah. 
Uh, and then you have Aaron Jones, a good running back, and a fairly good offensive line. Yeah. You know, Not I, as good as last year, but yeah. Yeah, I just think Aaron Rodgers doesn't have that much to complain about when it comes to his team. Yeah, I don't think it's... Um, I don't necessarily think it's... Skill level? Yeah, I think it's just how they go about things that he's tired of. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Who did who did he compliment in the cut? Jake Kumaro. Yeah. All-time yeah. favorite of every other NFL team. Sure. Because he created, like, the downfall, if you think about right. it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Randall Cobb's back for another season. Yeah. He probably uh, will be they bad. Were, uh, he'll probably be fine. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, probably going to be bad. You know? Yeah, he's not good. Alan Lazard, probably going to have, like, three good catches, and you're like, wow, maybe he could be, like, the next, and then he's bad. He's, like, a good three or four. Like you said, I don't think this is horrible. They also got Amari Rodgers, yep. who I like. So I actually think this is probably the best receiving core Rodgers has had since 2013 or 14. Where Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver, you know, those kind of guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. So let's move on to defense. What do you think about their defense? I think this is a very solid defense, probably going to be top 10 again this year. Even though they're not one of those defense that jump off the page and like yeah. are going to carry this team to a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, and we've seen you know the last couple of years they've kind of fallen flat in the biggest moments. You know, last year it was Kevin King, yeah, who couldn't guard anyone. They decided to bring him back. Yeah, the year before that, the 49ers ran for like 18 yards a carry on them in the NFC Championship game. So I don't think this defense is going to have this, this, I mean, kind of like the rest of the team, it's just going to come down to, can they actually do something in the big moments in the playoffs Yeah, or not? Because the last couple of years, you know, they've been, they were favorites last year for sure against Tampa Bay. And we all know what happened. They didn't kick it. They, you know, lost the game the year before, you know, they were the, they weren't the, they weren't the home team, but they had the same record as the 49ers. So, like, basically, it's time for – if like, we're going to know – we're going to have a good conclusion on Aaron Rodgers' tenure in Green Bay this year because, like, they're either going to get over the hump and we're going to be like, wow, finally they did something. Yeah. Or they're not and they're going to be like, well, you know, it's – that's it. they just never had it, you know. They're not yeah. going to – they couldn't do it. Yeah I, get, yeah, I get what you're saying. So I see what you're throwing down. Yeah, I think this defense is kind of funny because they have like Kenny Clark and Zadari Smith, two really good players, and then within that front seven, there's like a bunch of people that like, like you know, aren't that yeah, good. Well, Preston Smith is good. Rashawn Gary has been pretty good, even though like they're both kind of like taking away from each other. If yeah, that makes sense. And then like they have some solid role players, you know, like uh, Dean Lowry, Chris Barnes, Devondre Campbell. They're bringing in yeah. should be fine. They have a top five corner on their team, Jair Alexander. Say, it's funny how good their secondary is with Jair Alexander, Adrian Amos, and Darnell Sa- Savage. And then how bad the rest of it is? Well, how bad one guy can be and how bad it can make the rest of them look. Yeah. When Kevin King is playing, especially in that one game, their secondary looked awful. Well, but it, was it wasn't just the one game. He, he's just That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. That one player makes their secondary look awful, even though the rest of them are actually fairly, really good. They did draft Eric Stokes in the first round. Yeah. Um, I don't really know if anybody else was going to do that. Yeah, they probably could have waited. But 
you know, maybe they figure he'll be better than Kevin King. <laughs> you would hope so. So, uh, anything else you want to say about this team? Um, no. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about the Freaking Chi- cheese heads. The Chicago Bears, the monsters of the midway last year, Dubbers. did bad. They Not went to big eight bad. and eight, and decided, you know what, we need a new quarterback. Let's bring in Andy Dalton. <laughs> Am I right? Exactly. The Red Rifle. Okay. Uh, this year projected wins is seven. And their strength of schedule is three. So it's going to be rough sledding, especially in the division strength they are. Strength of schedule is three. What does that mean? It's the hardest. Third is being, one being the hardest, 32nd being easiest. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. So their schedule's pretty hard. And the projected wins is seven. Over under that. Um... I probably wouldn't actually make a bet, but if I was, if you forced me to, I would bet under probably. So I'm, I think seven's right on the money, but I'm gonna say over, just because I think Andy Dalton with this team is going to be bad. But then once Justin Fields gets in there, and I think Justin Fields as a player might not be great, but he's going to be a playmaker that will win them games compared to Andy Dalton, if that makes sense. So, I th- yeah, I think with Andy Dalton, they're the same team they were last year. Yeah. And I think with Justin Fields, they could either be much better or much worse. I agree. So, I don't know. Like I said, I probably wouldn't make the bet. I could definitely see it going either way. We're only talking about seven wins, so it's kind of like... Yeah, it's not that much. Um. So, yeah, do you want to talk about... The skill pl- players? Yeah. The skill players are actually pretty good. One player I like a lot is Allen Robinson. I think he's overly rated or un- severely underrated. Yeah. Well, no, the casual fans might not know who Allen Robinson is, but I feel like most people really I was gonna say, respect him. He is underrated, but I feel like lately it's becoming more and more prevalent with the bad quarterbacks he's had, of, but how good he's been, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then another guy I like is David Montgomery and Darnell Mooney. I know there's a lot of hype around Darnell Mooney. And then they have like 15... 15 tight ends with Cole Komet, Jimmy Grant, <laughs> and Jesse got a James. They lot of tight ends. Uh, but behind those guys, there's not much depth. Yeah. I guess they did just sign Rashad Perryman, so right. maybe there's something with the old guy that's supposedly fast. Yeah. Demir Bird and Marquise Goodwin are also yeah, just, fast. Just fast that's guys. That's about it. Their O-line is... um, It's all right. Uh, I don't really know why they let um, Massey and Leno both go. In the same offseason, you know, that was kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. They did pick up Tevin Jenkins, but I still, you know, uh, I probably would have done both. Yeah. You yeah. know, they they picked up Jermaine or Fetty as well to replace one of them. But I actually think the interior of this offensive line is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going to, you know, not great, but if they can replace those two tackles, they're actually going to be a solid unit. Yeah, and if you want to look for a sleeper in any kind of fantasy football, look out for Nick Foles. Maybe he can jump one of the, two of those quarterbacks and uh, you know be something there. Yeah, not maybe really. if be... they both get injured, he can lead them to a Super Bowl. Uh, okay, yeah, that's a that's a hot take. Yeah, <laughs> I said maybe. Oh, okay. Uh, do you want to move on to the defense now? Yeah, one of the better defensive units in the league. Do you want to talk about them? Yeah, this. I mean. Again, I don't know why they decided to get rid of Kyle Fuller, right? That was is Kyle Fuller. Yeah, it was Kyle Fuller. So that that they get a little bit of a 
you know, it's there, there's, there's not quite, I would say that they don't have any holes if they didn't do that. Yeah. But so that's the only area of concern at all is their corner. Jalen Johnson actually looked really good last year. Mm -hmm. Um, so and then their second, their safeties are really good too. No, yeah, I know. So I'm, just, I'm just saying they're they need at least one other corner, yeah, on their team. Um, but the front seven is is fantastic. Phenomenal. Yeah. They have Khalil Mack, uh, Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, Bilal Nichols, you know, Robert Quinn. Pretty good, pretty good defensive uh, front there. And then they got Roquan in the middle. Picked up Alec Ogletree, who's not bad. I think I mean that's pretty much that's gonna win them some games on its own. Right I think there. as a whole, the fans and NFL fans in general are gonna watch this team. And they're gonna be like, "Wow, this is a good team," and then they end up losing, you know, by right. like seven. Mm-hmm. I think most of their games, they'll probably they're gonna be in most of their games, and if they lose, they're gonna lose by like seven points. It's gonna be close games, even though, you know, does that make sense? Like, sure. I don't think this team is gonna get blown out ever. Um. Yeah. Because of the defense, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, what, like I said, when you have a defense like this, like last year when they beat the Bucks, yeah, you know, they can do that sometimes if they yeah. get in the right situation. But more often than not, you're right. I mean, especially with Andy Dalton, it's it's, it's not going to be. Yeah, with Andy Dalton, I don't particularly think th- explosive or productive. Yeah, I think they're going to try to run the ball. And I don't think that's going to work that well. So then they're going to get down and they just can't make it back with Andy Dalton. But with Justin Fields, there's upside. And I think Justin Fields is a rookie of the year candidate, depending on how many games he plays. Right. Mm-hmm. Because once he gets into this offense, it's one of the better situations a rookie quarterback can come into compared to like, you know, Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I think the playmakers around him are f- pretty good. So I think. Once you get him in there with this defense, they're going to start rolling a little bit. And maybe not this year and start of next year. And then, like, the year after that, that's when they really get going. <laughs> okay. Once Allen Robinson is gone and the offense kind of falls apart. Oh, okay. So that's when they're going to start going. Then. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, Justin Fields. That's when he'll be at his best? Yeah. And then... In, like, 10 years? When all these players are gone. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be too late. And then he's going to want to get a trade, and it's going to fall apart for the Bears. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like Justin Fields a lot. I I can't believe he got to the, the Bears. But yeah. I was pretty happy to see that, you know? Yeah. So. I agree. Do you want to move on to our next team? Yeah. What is it? The, the, the purple guys? Yeah, it's the purple guys. Let's talk about the Minnesota Vikings. Ola, Kirk Cousins is leading this team to another seven and nine record. Last year they went seven and nine. Right. Their win total this year is eight and a half. Over or under eight and a half. I would go over for the Vikings. I'm gonna go over barely, like nine or ten wins. Because this defense last year was horrendous. It's horrible, yeah. And they really relied on their offense, but with the old guy coaching, you know who I'm talking about. Zimmer. Their team, their defense will be better. And it's one of those things well, they where had a lot of you injuries can't sugarcoat it. You know, their defense is going to be better. Right. They you had know, a lot of injuries last year. Yeah. Particularly, well, we'll get to the defense in a second. Yeah. Let's talk about their offense. Their offense is loaded with talent. Some of the best playmakers in the league with Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Right. The only Achilles heel, one could say, is... They're only as good as their quarterback, 
Kirk Cousins. And well, personally, I am a fan of Kirk Cousins. But without being mean, because most quarterbacks are game managers, but he's a game manager, yeah. and he's not going to put this team over the hump, right? He's right. going to lead. He's going to give the ball to his playmakers and let them do them, but he's not going to do them any favors. If I was – I mean, we did a quarterback rankings video, and I don't remember exactly where Kirk Cousins landed. Yeah. But off the top of my head – if I was just assigning him a ranking right now, it would be 16. So it would I, be directly in the middle. I was going to say like right around 15 too. Like he's just above average. Yeah. Like I think if I were to start an NFL team as a GM and Kirk Cousins was my quarterback, would I be happy? Eh. Would I be mad? No, not at all. It's like, okay, yeah, we can make this work for a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, Kirk Cousins, he's not the problem in Minnesota. Yeah. He gets a lot of... Well, you know, it's kind of mixed reviews with the Vikings. Yeah. A lot of, they're starting to not, they're starting to turn on him. You yeah. Know? But he's the best quarterback they've had in the last 10 years. Yeah. Maybe 20 years. Yeah. Maybe ever. Yeah. I mean, honestly. I mean why not? <laughs> um, so he's not, he's not the reason that this team hasn't gotten over the hump, yeah. but he's also the, not the reason. Well, he's also not going to be the reason that they do. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If he's their quarterback. I agree. So it's kind of it's one of those things where when the when the supporting cast is good, you're happy with him. When it's not, you want to replace him probably. Yeah. So, so right now they're happy with the him. time the the time is probably ticking on Kirk Cousins a little bit. Yeah. But you know, I don't think that's really fair. Um yeah, before we move on to the skills positions, one thing I do wish I could see from the Vikings, but I don't think we will see with the Mike Zimmer offense, is it'd be fun to see Kellen Mond in some like fancy packages as an athletic quarterback, kind of with like a Taysom Hill or like Wildcat where they just kind of throw him in and just let him go crazy. Sure. Just a little bit. That'd be, I mean, I was just saying like that'd be fun to watch. We can okay. move on to the other skills position. Dalvin Cook, top three running back in the league. No, but he's still good. Okay. <laughs> uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, one yeah. of the better wide receivers core in the league, hands down. You can't really argue that. Yeah. Behind them, is there anyone? No. But do you need anyone other than well, them? Well, they did sign D.D. Westbrook. Yeah. 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 That's a good third receiver. They also have Chad Beebe, sure. <laughs> uh, well, D.D. is going to play the slot, and he'll be – well, no, he won't. But he'll be their third receiver, and it'll be fine. Yeah, sure. They also have Irv Smith, watch out, breakout candidate. He is hurt right now, but once say, he gets there... Well, he's out for the year. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Look it up. No, <laughs> you look it up. Uh, but behind our Smith is Tyler Conklin, and hot take, Chris Hearn didn't watch out for the breakout. Do you want to talk about their offensive line at all? Missed the season. Well, that's not what the original injury was. Oops. It changes. Well, scratch that. Yeah. Irv Smith, I'm sorry. <laughs> but. Offensive line? Offensive line is okay. Not great. Yeah. It's going to let them do what they want, which is run. Um, they picked up Kristen Derrishaw, who I like a lot. Um, they just don't. I mean, they, they're kind of. I would say their best alignment is probably Garrett Bradbury. Yeah. So it's not like any of these guys are retracting from their their like they're not going to stop them from doing what they want. But they're also none of these guys are like pro ball all pro level talent players at the moment at least. The thing I find funny about this offensive line 
is that when you're running the ball, at least, they're not going to move. You know, they're not going to, like, make huge holes, but they're going to get enough done where you're not going to complain about it. Yeah, well, especially the way that they do run the ball, a lot of it is just move blocking and, like, running with Dalvin Cook. Yeah. It's going to be – it'll be fine. So, is it a weakness? Not necessarily, but it's not a strength. Yeah. We can move on to defense. Do you want to talk about them? Um. Yeah, so they last year they were missing their best player on the whole team, Daniil Hunter, for a majority of the year. Um, And he's one of the – I think he's kind of like an underrated superstar. I don't think a lot of people know who he is. Yeah, I agree with that. But every time that he's on the field, especially, you know, in a big game – like, he's all over the place. And he's so weird because, like, he will, like, do whatever he wants. Basically, he'll line up, like, head up. He'll stand straight up, like, on the line. Or he'll get down in a two- or three-point stance, you know? Yeah. So, he does, what he he does a lot of do. things. He's really, really good in the run game. And he's also a pretty good pass rusher as well. So, just wanted to get that, you know, give him some love, you know? Yeah. Um, then they got Michael Pierce from the Ravens, who is going to stuff the middle along with Dalvin Tomlinson, another good pickup, and Sheldon Richardson. So those are both solid. Um, and then their linebacking core. Well, I also want to – one second. I want to talk about uh, the roller coaster of emotions, Everson Griffin, mm-hmm. how they signed him, made him apologize, cut him, and then realized, you know, we could use him. So then they signed him again. Right. I just thought that was funny. Okay, well, you can move on to linebackers. Um, they have Eric Kendricks, yes. who is also kind of underrated. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the five – best linebackers in the league um his coverage ability i guess is outstanding um and then they have anthony barr who is not as the same kind of athlete but he's very athletic i was gonna say i think anthony barr when he first started everyone was like oh this linebacker core is gonna be really good and then eric kendrick's got better but anthony barr didn't necessarily get better yeah well anthony barr is just like one of those he's like a madden legend you know like he's big and fast and strong yeah even though that doesn't necessarily translate to him being a superstar in the real nfl and then they also have troy die who i liked a lot coming out of oregon you know maybe look for him to do something and nick vigil who cares their secondary should be better this year. Um, Cameron Dantzler showed a little bit something last year. They brought in Patrick Peterson and Brashad Breeland and Xavier Woods. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think they can get any worse. And then the rest of the guys are pretty much just bringing them back. Yeah, Harrison Smith just got an extension. Yeah. Has been consistent over the last few, few a uh, long time, long honestly. Time, yeah. Uh, has declined a little bit, but nothing where you're really complaining. He still makes all the tackles in the box and does everything you want as out of your safety. Yeah, uh, he could. He could. He would probably. He's probably a top five safety. Whether he's playing, he could play free or strong. Yeah, which is rare. I like Xavier Woods too. I think he's athletic and has the potential to be good paired up with Harrison Smith. I am worried about Patrick Peterson though. I think he's more of a name than a player now. And it's going to be, I think if he comes out and he's bad, I think it's going to take them longer to pull him because he was once good. Does that make sense? I think Patrick Peterson at this stage is a little bit like Richard Sherman has been the last couple years where like his athleticism is starting to leave him. But like he can still do, you know, the things he's been good at, which is, for him is going to be like, you know, make plays on the ball and run with his, def- like, you know, be up around the ball, around the line of scrimmage and do things like that. Yeah. So 
I don't necessarily think for sure that he's going to drop off, but it's definitely not outside the realm of possibility. I mean, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about this team? Um, no. Okay. Let's move on to our last team. Oh, one thing I do want to say about the the Vikings. Look out for uh, the young Kubiak to take over for Zimmer when he's gone. Interesting, interesting. When he uh, finally just goes blind. And dies. And put him in the hole. Put him in the coffin. Let's move on to the Detroit Lions. Old Dan Campbell. Don't get in a fist fight with him because when he gets up, he's going to take your kneecap out. You're not going to take it. You're going to bite it. He's going to take. He's going to bite it out. And while he, and then after he gets done fighting you, he's going bite to bite the other uh, kneecap. He, no, no. He's going to buy a Starbucks and then he's going to get eighty it. ounces of coffee. He's going to double fist it. Go, 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 go. And then he's ready to take you out. And if you're not fighting on the football field, you're cut. He already said that. <laughs> so let's talk about the Lions. Last year. <sighs> not very good. Five and eleven, and this year projected wins not very good. Five wins over under. Under, it's gotta be. I'm gonna say it's hard because if we're being honest, this team is meant to lose, right? Yeah. Like this team is meant to lose. But I think Dan Campbell is a good coach, and I think the difference between a bad team with a good coaching staff. Is that like six and seven wins compared to a bad team with a bad coaching staff is like two and three wins. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think they could definitely get there. And I know this team is meant to lose, but if you think about it, there's, uh, it's, they have hope, right? Um, No. Okay, you're right. <laughs> no, you're honestly right. They don't have any hope. The only hope is their coaching staff. The thing is, the thing is this. I want you, without looking... I want you to name me one receiver other than Terrell Williams who's going to start. Well, Brashad Perryman was going to start. I know, I know, I know. Go. Uh, I know TJ Hawkinson's there. That doesn't count. Honestly, fine. I'm not even going to cheat because I'm going to look at these and I don't know anyone. Oh, Amon Ross St. Brown. That was easy. I sure. could have guessed that. Sure. Uh, they're rookie. They're right. high draft pick. But in all seriousness... We can start with Jared Goff. Poor Jared Goff. Okay, I want to say something real quick. Jared Goff was very overrated right. with the Rams, and now I think he's very underrated. And this, I don't know how it switched so fast, but it uh, did. No, Because before, he wasn't actually like in MVP conversations, but people were like hyping him up, like Jared Goff. Like, can, like Jimmy G. Yeah, exactly. The year they were in the Super Bowl, yeah. And even though he wasn't necessarily good, he was just in a good team. But now people are talking about him that like he's going to get replaced next year, which he probably might. But I think this year he can still play good and be a good quarterback. Is he the future of this team? No chance. Not a single See, so it's, I think it's good that we talked about Kirk Cousins because Jared Goff is like if you took Kirk Cousins – and made him slightly less athletic and yeah. less accurate and weaker. Well, it's funny you said slightly so less worse. athletic, even though like the knob's broken. But you're like, yeah, okay, break it more. You know, <laughs> yeah. like it's that bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jared Goff, I think, can make all the throws. No, I don't think he can make all the throws. <laughs> he can make the right read. No, he doesn't necessarily make the right read. But he has an arm. Yeah. And he has half a brain cell. So that's why I wouldn't agree that he's underrated because I think. Jared Goff, what he's going to do, he's going to play one, maybe two, maybe two years for this football team. 
until they get somebody that they actually like. Yeah, through Which, the draft. There's value in that because, like you said, he's not the worst quarterback. He's somewhere between like 18 and 25. Teddy Bridgewater or Jared Goff? Jared Goff, but it's close. That's what I was thinking because people talked about how Teddy Bridgewater is like the perfect bridge quarterback. But I think Jared Goff is a per- perfect bridge quarterback. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's might, like I mean, just like Teddy, but Jared Goff is better than Teddy. Yeah. I, so like okay. turn it up, turn the notch up just a little but bit. But like we said with Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff is similar to that in the rest of this team, especially the receivers, are doing him no favors. Yeah. So for for that, because of that, I think there's going to be times this year where we're like, wow. Jared Goff isn't good. Yeah, uh, before I want to talk about our sk- the skills positions next, but before we do that, I just want to talk about who all they lost. Obviously, do you have an hour. Pr- no, but I can I can run through this real quick. So obviously the big one, they traded Matthew Stafford to the Rams. That right. was rough, but I'm happy they did that because mm-hmm. that signified the final like this is a rebuild. And honestly, is it too late for Matt Stafford? Is he damaged goods? Maybe. So was it a good move? Probably not, but okay, whatever. Uh, they also lost Carryon Johnson, whatever. Adrian Peterson, eh. Kenny Galladay, that hurts. Marvin Jones, that hurts. Danny Amendola, eh, they're going to miss him. And then a lot of people on defense. And their defense was awful last year, and it just got worse. Like Danny Shelton and Gerard Davis, Reggie Ragland, Desmond Trufant. Uh, I don't I don't think they're missing any of those guys. <laughs> I just think the defense I mean could have got worse. I think people looked at that defense and they're like, Okay, could you get worse? Well and no, they couldn't, but they found a way to get worse. I mean, this wasn't the worst defense in the league last year. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah. They weren't the they had a better defense last year than the Vikings. Okay, yeah, I agree so, with that. And I think actually that this team has a chance to be better on defense this year. Am I predicting that to happen necessarily? No. But is it possible? Yes. Because I don't think any of those guys that you listed are difference makers at all. Desmond Trufant is probably the best player that you listed on defense. Mm-hmm. And even he is not necessarily you know winning games for anyone. The only one I would argue with is Gerard Davis. No, Gerard Davis is, was a bust. He's a first-round pick who was not good. Okay, I didn't, I didn't mean that. I meant Reggie Ragland. I meant Danny Shelton. Yeah, no, you're right. They're all pretty bad. But So, I, I mean, I think I love the direction that the Lions are going in because it's literally just Dan Campbell. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I like him. Bring him in. <laughs> Bring him here. He's yeah. going to bite a knee. I like it. Pretty much. So, that's cool with me. I think if you're, if you're bad, this is what you should do. You shouldn't, like... Try to be good. Yeah, you shouldn't Oakland Raiders it for eight years. Yeah, and just be, be bad between four and or not even like five and like ten losses. Find a coach that can coach up bad players and get them fired up. Yeah, but because be bad. Yeah, and if it, and if they're horrible for like three years in a row, then you just you say goodbye, Dan Campbell. Go drink coffee somewhere else. You know, we don't know for sure that Dan Campbell is a no. He's going to be a good coach. Well, we don't know for sure. No, I do know for sure. <laughs> okay, well. We don't know that it's going to work out for him in Detroit. It will work out. Though. Okay. I know that for sure. Well, there's just something. I want to backtrack different. for a second, actually, and highlight their biggest strength as a team, which is their offensive line. Okay, yeah. Let's let's talk so, about So recently, um, they let go of Tyrell Crosby, which isn't really a loss. Let's be honest. Who cares? 
Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, <laughs> wait, Frank Ragnar. Why did you bring up him? Because he was a starter. Oh, okay. Well, but you and he's say been with the team for a long. They time. lost Crosby. Wait, Tyrell Crosby? Is that what you said? Um, I think I think that's his name. It's some. It's something else. It's not Tyrell, but I know who you're talking about. Okay. Anyway. Um. Yeah, you're talking about their offensive line. Their offensive line, I think, has a chance. I was right to be yeah. very good. They drafted Panay Sewell, who, say what you want about the preseason, he's an offensive tackle. He's a rookie in the NFL. In the pre, I mean, he's playing football. Are you sure you weren't talking about Mason Crosby, the Green Bay Packers <laughs> kicker? See, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, sorry. You can keep going. So I think that this team has Taylor Decker, Panay Sewell, Frank Ragnow, who are all have a chance, you know, Panay Sewell hasn't played a snap yet, to be studs. Frank Ragnow just got a big extension because he's been very good. Jonah Jackson has shown promise. Hal Vitae is a fine fifth starter, even yeah. though he's way overpaid. You know, I guess you can live with that. Yeah. And then you have DeAndre Swift, a very promising young running back. That's at least like a little something to hold on to. Well, even you know Jamal, I mean? Jamal Williams, you know. Sure. When it comes to the run, ground, and pound, this team is going to be elite. Yeah. I just worry that Jared Goff is bad enough where they're going to put 13 in the box. And the, that, no, yeah. you know. Yeah, plus, I mean, like I, I don't think their defense is the worst, but it's not like they're holding their opponents to, like, they're not going to stop everyone. Yeah, I could really see this team putting up 21 points every single game, but losing, like, 56 oh. to 21, you know. <laughs> Because they just don't stop running. Like I could see Dan Campbell being down by twenty one and be like, "We're running, we're running the ball. We're, you know, we're dominating the ground game." And they just don't stop the run. Right. So I think that Dan Campbell is going to come in this year, and he's just trying to establish, you know, something. Yeah. You know, and so I think that the rest, like, so now I'll go to the defense, like we were talking about. Michael Brockers, solid addition. Jamie Collins, solid addition. They get Ali McNeil and Levi Onwuzurike, both young defensive players. You know, maybe there's something there. And then you're just kind of, you know, hoping that the, re- the hoping that these guys can develop. They have the Okwara brothers, excuse yeah. me, who you know, pretty good. Well, Julian and Ju- Romeo. Yeah, uh, Romeo is good at least. Yeah, Julian, the verdict's still out. And then I actually think that their secondary has a couple of interesting names. So they have Jeff Okuda and Amani Arawarie, who both have had ups and downs. Yeah. But if it pans out, they're both big and athletic corners who could be good. Yeah. You know? Why not? Who's to say? So basically what I'm saying is this is how you rebuild, not how the Raiders rebuild. Okay. I, you know, I always love throwing in a cheap shot at the Raiders yeah. every chance we get at every turn. Mm-hmm. They deserve it. They shout suck. out to the Lions fans as compared to the Raiders fans. Yeah, I well. love Lions fans. <laughs> Have they ever commented on our videos? I don't think so, but I love them. Yeah. Uh, before we finish, I don't think we talked about their best offensive weapon, and that's TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. As if you put him up against other NFL weapons right is he the best on most teams no but 
he happens to be the best on this team, right? He's definitely the best pass catcher, and he was, what, the eighth overall pick two, three mm-hmm. years ago? Right. Uh, first two years hasn't been really good, but most tight ends, they take a while to develop. And coming into this year, there's been a lot of hype around him, and he has had ups, like highlights, and there's a lot of hope for him. Is he going to be a George Kittle, Travis Kelsey type player? Probably not. But is he going to be more like... I don't know, like Zach Ertz four years ago, where it's like high-level play. Even well, I would though- actually say that TJ Hawkinson has a higher ceiling than Zach Ertz because he actually blocks. Yeah. you know. Yeah. So I think Kittle is a good comparison. Not necessarily that he will get up onto Kittle's level, Yeah, but I think that's a good blueprint for what they want Hawkinson to be. And he did miss like most of his rookie season, right? Mm-hmm. So he's, I mean, it's not like it's all his fault that he, you know. And then last year he was pretty good. Yeah. So like... I mean, the sky's the limit for TJ Hawkinson. He's probably already a top five tight end. In the yeah, league. I, I would agree with that. And I think TJ Hawkinson, surprisingly, will get like 130 targets. Just, only sure. because if Jared Goff throws, I don't know, 200 passes, 130 of them are going to TJ Hawkinson. Like he's going to get a majority of the passes. You know what I mean? Sure. So I think TJ Hawkinson's going to have a high load or a heavy load, and I think he's going to, you know, he's going to perform at a high level. Yeah. So a 65% uh, target share for TJ Hawkinson. Hell yeah. That would be uh, probably break a lot of records. Well, I'm saying that only if, like, okay, yeah, 65% target share. I'm fine with that, okay. honestly. Okay. Just, like, look at these other wide receivers. We haven't talked about their wide receivers. No, because they have none. Okay, good point. I mean, Tyrod Williams, a moderate thing. I'm going to list every Lions receiver that is good. Ready? That's right. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the end. That's the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say there is some hope for Amon Ross St. Brown, but this year as a rookie, I'm not. There's just don't expect much from him. Yeah. I think there's going to be a game or two or a play or three where. <laughs> You're like, wow, wow, like that's a lot. He's like really good. There's a lot of hype behind him. And then it's just not going to really pick up until next year, the year after next. Yeah. Especially on this low, sad offense. Right? Yeah. Anything else you want to say about this team? Um, No. Look for them to be one of the best special teams, teams in the league. Why do you think that? Because they've got. Uh, they got rid of Matt Prater. Yeah, but they have. I think they have maybe the best punter in the league. Oh, whatever wow. that's worth. Who's that? I don't uh, care. I don't care about punters. Okay. Well, then, no, Tressway is actually the best punter in the league. That's facts. Okay. Uh, well, this has been another episode of What's the Play. Uh, we Jack are, Fox, by the way. What? The punter. I've never heard of him before. That's okay, fine. Okay. Uh, well, we are wrapping up our series of NFL divisions, covering each team in the NFL. Look out for our next video. We'll be covering the NFC the East. The last one. And if you haven't listened to our previous episodes, check those out too. They're out and on all streaming services and on YouTube if you want to look us up there. Thanks for listening. See you guys next time.